Welcome to Sound and Gourd. I'm Andrew Elliott. I'm here with my brother Nick. So Nick, I just wanted to say thank you for my wonderful birthday present. It was my birthday the other day. Oh yes. You bought me a little red book. I did. Not so little, actually. It's you know, about A5 size. Um, yeah, it? this is the problem with, uh, I suppose, just ordering stuff on Amazon quickly, where you get a nice little picture. Uh, but I, I, I never really think to look at the dimensions of a book. <laughs> before buying it but um, it especially is especially something known as the little the, red it, book yeah I mean I'm searching for the little red book and this one I, I was drawn to this one because it had a, had a picture of the front and also the back which has got this nice kind of propaganda poster on with Mao stretching his hand out um, surrounded by people waving flags and it's a, red it's flags a, obviously it's in that, that Russian propaganda style isn't it you, yeah. you also see in North Korea and, and, and places and Cuba of course yeah uh, I, I, actually, there's a, I think there's a there's a real history of these kind of despotic leaders standing with their arms reached out or pointing. There's an awful lot of that, and this isn't the same as you know your country needs you. This is this is the the looking off into the distance point or or, or whatever. And you can find so many pictures of of, of Stalin and uh, Lenin and Mao and all all of these. Characters. And the dear leader, etc. Yeah, exactly. But yes, so this is this is my gift to you after you gave me um, the uh, communist manifesto, the copy of the communist party manifesto, which was a very scary little. That was a little book. That was actually quite a small book. But that was that was a really scary read because we've got a bit of a history of buying ourselves kind of communistical merchandise. Um, I bought you that kind of teacup, <laughs> yeah. teapot thing with what? with Mao's head on. Yes, this was this was a little china cup with a lid. So I was never. I, I assume it's for making Chinese tea, and then you put the lid on to keep it warm. Well, yeah, because brewing when, maybe. Yeah, and when you make Chinese tea, you, you leave you, the leaves in, don't you? You leave the leaves in, and you don't pour boiling water in it. It needs to be about seventy degrees. So you, you know you need to kind of keep it hot right. and stay hot for as as long. But that's a very amusing thing because it's just covered in Mao's face and loads of um, loads of Chinese writing. Um, although it does it does kind of go along with. Um, my kind of Soviet era Russian. We've well, got the kind of the, the hunt for Red October mugs, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Yeah, this is the glass with the pewter um, kind of base and handle, um, which I just think I just think are amazing. And I, I growing up with uh, um, Tom Clancy books and Hunt for Red October and the Cold, the end of the Cold War, I just thought these things were awesome. So it, this this kind of got me thinking in that you know we can have that so with with, with things like books. Uh, there's a certain amount of you know kind of know your enemy, um, you know. Yeah. So I, I another book that I received for my birthday, which is actually on which was on my wish list, uh, was Das Kapital by Marx. Of course, which I've, is I've tried reading that. impenetrable. Uh, yeah, that's um, a good word to use to write it. I you know, but it, but it, but it is it, it's something that I would like to kind of dip in and out of. Whereas, and this is the, the the Communist Party Manifesto is incredibly easy to read and understand. And it's frightening. Yes, it's frightening, but it, <laughs> but it is it is easy to read. Yeah, um, no, nothing like Night Capital. Yeah, but um, so 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 you can kind of separate books a little bit. But whereas I can I can have a bit of a giggle with you about buying you a teacup with Mao's face on. Yes, I don't think I'll be able to buy you a teacup without Adolf Hitler's head on. <laughs> no, that's it's just, it's, just, it's just not funny. No. I mean, if you bought me a copy of Mein Kampf, then I'd still I'd still be wary about you know c coming onto a, a podcast and saying, "Hey, look, I bought you this funny gift. It's 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 Mein Kampf." Yeah. Well, I, 
No, it wouldn't be funny. I mean, that, that would be a serious gift. It would, no, and it would. And again, this is these are these are historical works. This is about understanding history. Uh, and I mean, for me, my my kind of love of of Russia and things Soviet goes 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 back way way further back than that to the understanding of of, of the Tsars and the revolution and. And all throughout the first and second world wars and all that, I, I think Russian history is 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 fascinating. But there's um, there's, some, there's something about it where you know you wouldn't feel bad about having some kind of Russian history in your house from that area. Well, do you remember I had you that, know, some propaganda? For example, I had some T-shirts with Soviet. You did, yeah, and stuff that, on. so that was a long time ago, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, was this like is a, a teenager. Did they have like a hammer and sickle or CCTV? No, it was or the or? it was the Red Star. Right, it was the Red Star, and this was a proper brand called Soviet and it, so there, I had a couple of t-shirts one very much was the red star uh, and the label was Soviet and then the the other one was just the word Soviet I, it might still be around I don't know there was obviously a certain irony about that would be funny and funny because it was you know it's, it's kind of communism turned capitalist oh it, uh, exactly exactly because I think I think isn't it doesn't the relative of the, the guy who designed the hammer and sickle logo is like up in arms that it's kind of used now oh, really? making money and I don't know that uh, but I would never have bought a T-shirt with a swastika on it. No, and 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 whereas you'd be, you know, you could you could have some uh, Russian propaganda in your home, uh, you know, like a, a poster or something, or books on display, and people would think, oh yeah, yeah that, but this, yeah, this is where you couldn't have German propaganda from Nazi Germany. No, and, and this is where the Holocaust is different, isn't it? See, I'm, I, I was, I'm, I was I'm, wondering, I'm saying just out there, it just yeah, is. yeah, yeah. But I, I was trying to pinpoint the reason. Um, and there are so obviously you've got uh, you know you've got on one side it's kind of fascism which has yeah. just seemed to be an awful lot even though the body count from the Holocaust is nowhere near what Mao you know inflicted on China even though the body count is 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 well, less Stalin's purges of course yeah and the Holodomor and and, and all sorts um, you're making me feel bad about my memorabilia now okay I'm, I'm sorry but my 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 point is even it's not even, memorabilia. <laughs> <laughs> even though even though the, the body count is less, kind of fascism is seen to be seem to be worse. Yes. Um, but then I was thinking, so is it is it just the fact that it's communist that we can somehow laugh about communism? But then I thought, well I wouldn't buy you a t shirt with Pol Pot's head on, for example, either. No. And I think it's because and I I'm, I might be wrong about this, but I think yeah. it's because people still look up at Mao and Stalin and Lenin. Um, you know, people people still as revolutionaries, as revolutionaries. and as, as Che Guevara, for example, as oh, well. yes, and, um, and, and these people, and oh, it's almost a rite of passage, a passage having a poster on your wall with Che Guevara on it. Of course, it is. Um, so I I think that could be the difference in it. You know, you, you get people like uh, Diane Abbott, um, who still goes on about uh, Mao and you know, yeah. and, and the good that he he did for China. Jer Jeremy Corbyn. Oh, that's a scary clip. That interview of her. Yeah. She's not the only one. Jeremy Corbyn, taught, you know, praised Mao for preparing the economy. Um, for you know, preparing did, what by killing lots of people. Oh, I, I don't know. I don't know. But the, you know, when the economy suddenly boomed afterwards, he he put that down to what what Mao did. He was talking about it in. I believe in. I have to check it. But I believe he said that in the House of Commons. You see, I, you see, the thing is now. It's scary. Like, well, it is, and now I'm questioning buying you that book. And you're buying me the the Mao mug, and but you, actually, you you must have known that Mao murdered millions and no, millions I of his did, own people. No, I did. But now, but you're showing you're showing that there, I'm right. There is a there is a is there a, is there a, there is a general, cognitive dissonance here? Right. There is a general mood at the moment 
and obviously this stuff is cyclical, but that somehow it is seen as a legitimate view to go on the TV and say, I'm literally a communist. And everyone go, oh, that's interesting. What an interesting form of government you aspire to. Rather than saying, what about the 20 million that died? And now that you're showing, you're, you're explaining to me the double standard. I, mean, I think it's close to 100 million. Well, and I'm just plucking figures out of the air. But now that you're exposing the double standard to me, I, I'm, I'm, I'm actually squirming in my chair, thinking that what I'm somehow doing is enabling that same behaviour of deifying or, I, I don't know, yeah, it's in, it's in enabling the behaviour that says, oh, communism wasn't all bad, was it? I mean, I think, I think we're mocking it. I think the, one of the reasons we don't feel... Why that, don't we mock fascism then? Well, well, nobody thinks fascism is a good idea. Nobody's saying, hang on, real fascism has never been tried. <laughs> it's just, you know, it, yeah. was, just, it was just implemented yeah. badly. You know, the next time it will be different. Nobody's, nobody's saying that. Whereas they are saying that about communism, about socialism, about these, these other ideologies. So are, there, are these people, and I don't know them, are, are these people also saying that, you know, Pol Pot just needed a bit more time? So some people do. Um, you know, really? The, yeah, some, some people still, you know, still believe that Pol Pot was a, a Ceausescu? Probably. Um, and who was who the, the guy in, oh, in got... Albania? Um, uh, I forget his name. He was, he was also right. unbelievably bad. Yeah. Um, you know, p- people still believe. And, and you know, you can, you can find pilgrims for North Korea still. You know, the few and far between. Well, yeah, and okay, but again you can still find fascists. So it, it depends on the numbers. You can. There's a, there's, there seems to be more of a supply and demand issue with fascism <laughs> because everybody wants to punch Nazis, um, <laughs> but they just aren't, there aren't any around, which is why everybody gets called a Nazi. You know, if, you, if you're to the right oh, of Jeremy oh, yeah, Corbyn, yeah. You know, you're liable well, to be called a fascist this or, is a complete fallacy, obviously, that, that fascism, is, fascism is right wing and communism is left-wing, and if yeah, right-wing equals bad, and left-wing, I mean, that's just, just nonsense. Authoritarianism yeah, they're both totalitarianism they're, are... They're, they're collectivists, and yes. they're authoritarian. Yes, um, exactly. And, and, and that's, that's where the issue lies. Um, I, I, don't think, um, I don't think Hitler was very pro-free market, and, and you know, it, it's, it's, all, it's all nonsense. But no, it, g- genuinely, I'm actually quite troubled that you're bringing this up, because I just... I, of course I know, and I, I, I'm making sure that peop- other people know that communism has killed m- more people than fascism in the 20th century, that there were these two great ills of the 20th century, and it was fascism and communism, and that actually communism cropped up an awful lot more times than fascism did, but yet somehow I think it's funny I mean, to is give it? you a book of Mao's teachings. What the, what that? No, I don't like it now. You've got to me. I mean, is it? <laughs> I'm glad. I'm I wasn't glad, expecting. I'm, I'm glad we didn't talk about this before. Now, um, so is it that because it is still current and because people still think it's a good idea, we feel the need to mock it more, whereas we don't feel the need to mock fascism because it's so. There is a wrong. mocking nature to it. The, the, it's, it's like colonialism. People always bring you know when when you talk about you know the bad things that people are doing and and, and regimes are doing. The anti-Britons, you know, your Corbyns of this world, so yeah. will always bring up colonialism. And again, the difference is nobody is saying colonialism was a good idea. Nobody's saying, oh, you know, it just wasn't implemented very well. Next yes. time it'll be better. No, nobody's, nobody's for that at all. But people are still for 
socialism, they're still for communism. Yeah. So perhaps we feel the need to mock it a bit more because there's a need for it. In which case, you're fine in having your communistical mugs, and as long as you're as long as you're not saying, "Look, this is my hero Mao," and you're saying, yeah. look, at, "Look at this idiot." Um, yeah, I think that could be the difference. Even though it's an idiot that was responsible for the deaths of millions, tens of millions. Yeah. But it is a such a double standard. I mean, it, it's revealing, though, that that double standard exists throughout our society at the moment. And, and as I say, I, the, the Holocaust is different. I mean, it's different in law uh, as much as anything. Um, and Holocaust denial and all this, all this stuff. Um, but I, I, of course no one's going to have a mug with Hitler on it. But I don't know where to go with this now. <laughs> this is this is troubling. You feel you're feeling bad about having having having, having boy. I mean, but look, right, look, there's the books in front of you. It's a picture of Mao's face, and somehow he's seen as the happy leader, whereas and and Mao wasn't going. Okay, let's try and rationalise. Was Mao off invading other countries? No, he was killing his own people. He was killing his own people, and. And so this is a bit like Kim Il Sung and Kim Il Il and yes, and well, they are, they are about the state, aren't they? Um, And about not letting people leave because they want to try and build the perfect state. Well, whereas pictures of the images that we associate, um, whether it's uh, uh, moving pictures or photos of Hitler, are of the the warmonger, and I don't think that's because this is history is written by the victors. This is, he was out there, not, not just being loud and brash and shouty in his own country, but also went out there invading other countries. So there is a difference there as well, isn't there? The, the image that, that these leaders want to um, portray is a different one because they want to be seen as the saviour in their country. The, the, again, you use the, use the term dear leader. They... they they attempt to deify themselves amongst, again, I've talked about the propaganda posters with them standing standing and pointing out the distance. Hitler never did any of that, to my knowledge. This wasn't, this wasn't, there wasn't the same kind of um, psychological thing that he was trying to do to the people of Germany. No, because like you say, he was trying to spread out. Um, whereas, you know, China, North Korea, Albania, these, you know, East Germany, these places, all about just kind of staying in one place, keeping you know keeping everybody in, not yes. letting people leave. You know, like in, like in North Korea now, you know you can't you can't leave North Korea. Yes. And you you know you talk you talk about the um uh, you know the, the famines and the starvations that Russia went through. You know, the, the, a lot of more and, and uh, you know and other other famines. You only have to go back to the nineties when that happened in North Korea. Yeah. They just didn't want to you know didn't want to trade with other nations. Yeah. And and you know, uh, and people starved, um, which is yeah, another completely artificially created famine. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the the imagery you can mock, and that's that's I think the point I was trying to make. You're talking about it being something you want to mock. You can mock this picture of China, or a picture of Mao, on a on a book or on a mug or on, on a poster. But you can still so this is another thing I was thinking of. You can still mock Adolf Hitler. So how many how many downfall parody videos have you seen <gasps> and chuckled at? Because they are funny. Is that, you know, he's is bought that, his latest iPhone. It doesn't have a, you know, it doesn't have a, a, a headphone socket. He's just bought his favourite headphones or whatever. You know, there are all these daft things where you see, you know, you see Adolf Hitler fly off the handle about these trivial things, and it's funny. 
And it, it is, is funny. It's funny. I mean, I've not even seen many of these. I'm just, I'm just aware of them because uh, I'm not on social media like you are. Um, you're right. Making a joke. Oh, but what? Why? Why can you? What make is a it? Joke? What is it about? About you know, why? Why can you make a video parody of Adolf Hitler getting annoyed with his iPhone? But you can't have him on the side of a mug or a t-shirt. I know, and I've been trying to work out what this is. What are the rules of this game? But the t- my where are the where are the Mao memes? See what are what, there Mao memes? What, I don't know what Mao's. <laughs> what what puzzles, Mao's are delicious. What what puzzles me is not that there aren't rules. Is that you and I think you and I both know the rules, but we don't. We can't describe them. We don't know what the rules are. I, I, I know that a downfall parody, I can laugh at a downfall parody and it can be fun. You're allowed to. And I'm allowed to do that. And I know that I'm not allowed to have Hitler on a t-shirt, not that I would want to. But why? I can't... I th- the rules are there, yet I'm, I'm really struggling to articulate them. But is and that I don't, because I don't the rules are bizarre? I, it could be. It could be. I can't work out the rationale behind the rules. But it, 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 it's, it's... I wouldn't want to have, you know, like a, a mug with Hitler on. I wouldn't want it in my house. I know. But yet, but I'm happy, I'm happy to, to have, have Mao. I'm happy to have Mao, and I'm <laughs> and I'm happy to watch a downfall video and laugh at it. Yeah, I, I, it's it's puzzling to me, and I'm not sure whether this is just conditioning through, you know, all throughout life. Right. You're taught about the Holocaust and how it's bad, and how Hitler is the worst being ever. We are. You're not taught about Mao. No, you're not. And at the Second World War is everything in education. It has been certainly since we were at school. It's all about the Second World War. And then basically history stops and you lose all of the, actually, the, 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 the great body of communistical bad things that happened well, in the 20th century. The 20th century happened after the war. And the only bit you do learn about Russia is that they helped defeat Hitler. Yes. Yes. That's, that's the bit you learn, that, that Stalin helped defeat Hitler. Yeah. So um, a, a, an important document was released um, I don't think I'd ever seen a picture of it, but it was on, um, I, I read this on a, in, on a newspaper website this week. This is a document that late one night, Stalin and Churchill, whiskey fueled, and I'd read about this, uh, the document that carved up Eastern Europe, that they drunkenly wrote together. And you've got Churchill proposing the, the percentage control split of countries and um, between uh, Russia and the Allies and uh, and then Stalin giving them a big tick against each one and, and it, it's it's a fascinating document it's a document that the Churchill purportedly to said it, it's, it, it should never kind of see the light of day because it, its context would never be explained. Mm. But this is, um, uh, I believe this was part of the Yalta conference, which is towards it, not at the end, the war was still going on, but this is when they knew they were gonna win. And then now what do we do? And they have to create this balance between the allied powers, as they were called, and an insurgent Russia that has done, a, that absolutely played their part in defeating Hitler and the dividing up the spoils mm. of war. Yeah, I mean, I mean nobody, nobody, nobody's denying Russia's role in defeating Hitler. But after that... Yes. Uh, awful. Yeah. But you're right. We are, we are, we are conditioned, we are educated that um, the, the, the worst thing that possibly happened in the 20th century 
Uh, and certainly when we were born, we still had family members that had been through it. You know, we're talking 70 plus years ago now. Um, so not very many Second World War people alive. When we were kids... The, well, they were everywhere. The, they were, were everywhere. And, you know, they were grandparents. But and all, and the, the, the ones, the, the, the people that there were hardly any left were the First, first World, World War. War survivors. Now that same thing's happening again because we're 30 years later, 30 plus years later. So it's, it's all about the Second World War. I mean, I think you and I were fortunate to live in a time where, I say, I say fortunate, this is a really strange thing to it's say. It's not quite the right word, but I know what you're saying. We, we, lived, we lived through the Cold War. Um, or yeah, we, we saw we saw the end of the we Cold saw War. the end of the Cold War. So you know, so com- communist communism being bad was very much if you weren't taught it in school, it was in the news. Yes, um, you know, and and I remember, asking, I remember asking Dad about the Cold War and why you know how can it be a war because people weren't actually fighting and getting, really, war. getting really confused. Yeah, um, you know, so that that was kind of going on. Now people, you know, youngsters these days don't really have anything kind of. It, they don't have this. It was all before their time. It, it was, and, and you know they don't have this kind of uh, you know like a other than North Korea, um, they don't really have this kind of image of communism that we had. Um, you know, communism being bad. Um, well, and it was breadlines and 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 poverty in Russia, and the, the yeah the, the 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 walling off of countries essentially um, in in you know, and we obviously determined the Iron Curtain. You've got the Berlin Wall. I mean, you and I remember the Berlin Wall coming down. Um, and I suppose the point was, by seeing the end of it, we saw very specifically the decline. Whereas earlier in the Cold War, uh, you know, you, there's a measure of, well, you see not decli- success, but not decline. You see the decline, and then you see what happens afterwards. So when the Berlin Wall gets turned down, you know, oh. I, I, you know, I went to... German reunification. Exactly. Yeah, 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 I remember yeah. visiting Berlin and going to the Berlin Wall and staying near Checkpoint Charlie, and you know, and and you know, just you know, that was probably sort of twenty years later. Yes. Um, but you can kind of see the you know what what's, what's happened since. Yeah. Um, whereas you know, well, but we had there we, we had in our childhood a a single country that wasn't actually a single country anymore, and uh, for those who don't understand what actually happened, Germany was actually split into four. But it was, let me get this right, Great Britain, France, and the US had a quarter each on our side, and then Russia had the other quarter. And we just decided, obviously, to just, for a better term, rule, rule that as one, so you had the three quarters against the quarter, which was run by Stalin from Stalin's Russia. And, um, but, they, but they had Berlin, so they had to build a wall around Berlin to stop people coming in and, and out. And this is just what's so bizarre, because Which I remember as a child thinking, this, this border, this border, Berlin must be in the middle somewhere, and the border is the wall going through it. And then, Well, that's what I thought. Yeah. That's exactly what I thought. Being explained that, no, 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 Berlin's over there, and, and, then, and there's, a, there's a side to Berlin. And then all the airdrops of, of stuff to them to try and, because they tried to starve them, and... It's just bizarre, but but the overarching point I was trying to make there was we had an example as we were growing up of a country that had a an economically successful free part of it and the opposite. Well, that was that's such a good <laughs> even example. though it was the same country and the same people. These well, were all Germans. That's such a good example as well because the, you know the the guy who was in charge of the finances um, uh, for 
Germany is one of my heroes. Uh, West Lud- Germany. West Germany, sorry. Ludwig Erhardt. Yes. Yeah, he's another he's another John Cooper thought. You don't hear as much about him. No. But he he was a legend. Um, you know, he 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 trans you know, he was he was responsible for the economic mir- miracle. You know, yeah. he kind of deregulated, he didn't you know, he, he got rid of rationing, uh, you know, he, he just he, he made yeah, you've West Germany yeah. so much more free. And you only have to look at what happened afterwards. You know, which this is why Germany has, you know, by the 80s had a better economy um, than we did. Yes. Because they were more free. Yes. Um, you know, they, they were for a, a freer market. And um, so now you've got, yeah. I mean, I suppose, I suppose. Yeah, the only similar thing you've got is South Korea North, and North that's Korea. That's exactly you know, what I was about, about South to say. Korea and the electronics that they make and the TVs and the mobile phones. Totally. Thriving economy. And then you've got North and Korea. And free. And free. And then you've got North Korea. Um, so that's the current example of that, isn't it? But it's that. I mean, albeit there's uh, there's been diplomatic overtures and meetings and things that have never happened before that, that Trump has convened and all this kind of stuff, um, and the, the the leaders of South and North Korea have now met publicly, photo calls, etc., 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 which is all good. It's not quite the same as there being that the, they are very separate countries. This isn't just well, if we tear down that barrier, they'll all just be the same again. And part of that is just the sheer amount of time, I suppose, that it's... Well, it's been, it's been generations. Yeah. You know, since the, since the 40s, I think, wasn't it? The, um, so, it's, the, you know, yeah. people have been born and that's all they've ever known. What are the chances of, uh, of you and I seeing a united career in our lifetime? Oh, that's a tough one, isn't it? It is, it is. But it, even, even, even if it wasn't a united career and it was just a free and North Korea... Right, I agreed that I, I would have no problem with North Korea and South Korea always being separate countries, um, as long as yeah, as you're saying, North Korea was free. Um, well, that so why don't but why don't modern communists, the, the communists of today, that that say that oh, well, there will be people espousing socialism and communism. I am literally a communist. Why, why are they not looking at North Korea and South Korea? What do they think North Korea is, other than a communist state? Well, so you've got you've got kind of two sorts of people. You've got the people who uh, who still believe, for some reason, uh, that it's all the West's fault. Well, no, I'm I'm thinking more along the lines of that they blame North Korea, Russia, you know, Cambodia, these places, Albania, these places, on totalitarianism and not on communism. They don't realise that the only way to to, to so get so it's real communism hasn't been tried again. Yeah. So the, but they don't realise that the only way to to, to plan an economy of that size, this is the issue it's with communism. It's by force. It's by force. This is the issue with communism and socialism. It doesn't scale. Socialism can can work in your home, yeah, or in a, in, a, yes. in, a, in a small community of people. You know, like your, your Jewish kids. Tiny communities, yes. You know, these the small, you know, one or two hundred people who are all want to do it, all very very committed, and and you know they've got this cause, and it works. That's fine. You know, a hundred people can get together and decide stuff. You know, sixty five million people can't get together and decide stuff. So let alone a thousand. Exactly. Yeah. So in, in order to do that, um, you know, you need to have you need to have force. It is inevitable. Um, so that that's that's what they realise. You've also got the other, the other people who kind of call themselves socialists, but they don't really understand what they're saying. And they say, oh, yeah, we just want to be a bit more like Denmark, a bit like more, more like Sweden, a bit more like the Nordic nations. Oh, I know people like this, and they these, always bring up the Nordic nations as somehow being this amazing model. They're, they're not. They're not socialists. Yeah, you know, I mean, you look at the Nordic countries, and they've got more privatisation in their health service than we do. Yes, 
you know, so you bring up that. Well, is that what you want? Do you want us to prioritise the NHS a bit more? Yeah, what they look, what they... They're just what, high tax, they're high taxes, high safety nets. That, that's it. what I was about to say. They, what they love about those countries is the welfare state. That's what they love about it. And they, they ignore the other private measures. They just have a different mix to the UK, don't they, yeah, in but, terms of what's private and public. But they're not, they're not what I would class as socialist. No. Or, or by the dictionary definition of socialism either. No. Well, I don't think they would call themselves. No, of course they don't. They, they don't like it. They don't like it when they're called socialists because it tars them with the Russians and the you know the, the yeah. North Koreans and whatever. Um, so you know you often have their minister saying, "Hang on a second, no, we you know don't don't tar us with this brush." Yeah. Um, right. I just want to I just want to bring this back again because we've been kind of veering a little bit off to- off topic. Am I going to be expecting any more communistical gifts from you? Oh, I don't know anymore. This is you've you've created a real issue for me and are you going to be using your problematic tea set again because <laughs> we used to in previous episodes of this we, we yeah i'm not sure we've talked about it we've had our, our kind of russian caravan tea and our little russian mugs and we've, we've enjoyed it it's I been can't, good times i can't i can't give up my you're right i've got russian caravan tea i can't give up my russian tea mugs but they've got hammers and sickles on them the, you've 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 really got to me with this one. I and, and I'm, I've really enjoyed talking about the the difference. I mean, I kind of how society treating these things. I've sprung it on you. This is not yeah. something that we've discussed in the past, and uh, you know, I've, I've literally just sprung it on you this evening. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to get back to you on on that question um, because they, they, I've got a lot of thinking to do now. Okay, well, perhaps we'll end it here. Thanks for listening. Uh, you've been listening to Sounding Board again, and we'll see you again next time. <laughs>